Save the King. Hello and welcome to Pod Save the King. I'm your host, Zoe Forsey, and I'm joined by our royal editor, Russell Myers, for what has been a week of lovely news. We've got a new royal baby, we've had a royal birthday, we've had a Pod Save the King birthday, and some coronation details. So lots to talk through. Hello, Russell, how are you? Are you feeling older and wiser? Oh, well, certainly older. Uh, hello, hello. But uh, yeah, certainly older after the last few weeks. None the wiser, full of sugar because I've been eating too much birthday cake and brownies that were kindly sent to me by various members oh, of my family. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, what you? It has been a nice week, hasn't it? I mean, I'm 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 liking this. The nice vibes, the calmness of everything. Back to work. Lots to look forward to. Kate and William out and about today, which we'll come on to in a minute. Uh, Camilla and her dogs yesterday. There was oh, a, they were so cute. Of, going on? Yeah, it felt, it just felt very, it felt kind of like two years ago, Royal News, where they just, you know, went to an engagement, said nice things, gave us updates on the kids and then went <laughs> home again. And that just feels like a complete bath from the past over after the last, what, kind of 12 months or so. But let's uh, kick off with Princess Eugenie then. So she announced that she is pregnant with her second baby uh, with a really lovely photo taken by husband Jack, uh, which showed kind of little August, who looks very grown up, um, kind of kissing her belly. It was a nice, like, looks like sunset photo kind of in, in a field somewhere and they wrote uh, we're so excited to share that there will be a new addition to our family this summer which was really cute kind of quite in fitting with how she did the first announcement but it was really lovely news wasn't it it was you know and followed up by Puckingham Palace saying the royal family is delighted and that August uh, that, that, that August will be very much looking forward to becoming a big brother I think that's what Eugenie said interestingly enough she had been doing a, a talk earlier in the day i think it was the same day but uh or this week regardless saying about how um that she wanted august to be sort of a a climate change superhero almost she was saying that she wants him to be an activist from two years old which is obviously in a couple of days his birthday is upcoming isn't it and uh i like the quotes actually it was really centered about family and about the future and you know we always talk about the fact that william and Harry, I suppose, talk about the the fact that they do a lot for their children. This is born, of course, from what Charles has been like, and of, I mean, you could take it all the way back to Philip, couldn't you? By talking about the the protecting the planet for the next generation. And her her quotes actually rung rung true. She said, um, "My son's going to be an activist from two years old, which is in a couple of days. Everything." Is for them, right? Which is, sounds very like Prince Harry of, of late, doesn't it? Every decision we make has to be for whether all for for August and whether he's going to be uh, able to look at and do uh, and how he's going to live his life. At home, we have no plastic. We try to use uh, as little as possible, and that means no plastic. And I'm trying to teach him that, but it's a battle. Well, it's an almost a battle not having any plastic when you've got kids and their toys and the various foods and drinks they have all the time. But I think that's very rather commendable that she's bringing him up into this world of environmentalism. It's very, very much a um, a cause which will be ingrained within children of uh of that generation and um a very in- and now interesting enough she's having another child so why wouldn't she want to want the best for them and for their future so yeah congratulations 
Eugenie and Jack. And uh, yeah, look forward to another royal baby in the summer. Yeah, it's true. So baby's due in summer. Uh, Fergie also kind of came out and commented on it. She'd put a really cute picture of August playing in some puddles and saying, you're going to have to share your puddles. And she kept kind of commenting on stuff, granny heaven, which was really cute um, as well. Um lots of people kind of commenting on it you know obviously we know she's got lots of celeb friends uh james middleton kate's brother was one of the people who kind of liked the post which was lovely so it just feels like it felt like some really happy news after a very difficult few months um but the only kind of slightly sad twinge to it is that obviously this will be the first royal baby that's born that will never get to meet the queen obviously in kind of the first of charles's reign and obviously the difference is is that when august was born he was the great-grandchild of the monarch, whereas this new baby will be... I can't even do that family tree math. The great-niece <laughs> so great or nephew of the monarch? It, that's it, yeah. It's her uncle, isn't it? Yeah. So it'll be a uh, great-nephew, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, Probably should have looked into it. So one of those yeah, things great, that doesn't make nephew. a difference, but it is a bit of a change, isn't it? Um, but yes, yeah, so that's really exciting news and congratulations to Eugenie. It's Jack not as glamorous, August. is it? I mean, let's be fair. If you, if you, if you, if you're a great granny yeah. is the, uh, is 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 the is the monarch? It's the queen. No, that's that's pretty glamorous. But to have your your great uncle on the throne. Anyway, better than <laughs> us, I suppose. Uh, you got exactly. To take it's still a better link than we've got. Now, uh, <laughs> the new baby will be born uh, around the coronation, which is really lovely. We know they're due in summer, but we don't know when. And which is going to be my kind of shameless hook into talking about the coronation plans, which were announced this week. Uh, kind of three days of. Lots of activities, lots of fun. We've got the official coronation. There's another kind of big concert, another big lunch. And then there's a big day of help. So it it feels quite similar to the Jubilee in terms of... It does. I guess normally you wouldn't have these two things so similar. And we're very lucky that we're getting it twice in you know, twice in as many years. But let's go through the plan. So it all kicks off on the Saturday. Uh, so that's the 6th of May. And that is a coronation service at Westminster Abbey. And this is the kind of formal occasion, isn't it? This is going to be all the pomp, pomp, all the ceremony, all the crowns, everything, you know, proper full-scale royalness. Yeah, I mean, a lot of talk about how it's going to be scaled down. And I mean, yes, you might have less numbers. We always talk about this 8,000 people packed into Westminster Abbey in 1953, the fact that it went on for more than three hours. Certainly, we won't have uh, any of those numbers. I think the the guest list is going to be whittled down to about 2,000 or just over. Definitely I mean, just only 2,000 people is still more I mean, than I've ever had at any sort squeeze. of party or occasion. <laughs> Yeah, it's still a bit of a squeeze. Well, I, the the MPs are definitely is a bit of a bun fight going on for the who's going to be because there's only going to be a couple of dozen MPs, and I think at last count we had about six hundred odd. So, um, no doubt they're going to be squabbling to see who who can uh, who can go and get their 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 name in in history uh, for the coronation. However. Don't be fooled by all this talk about slimmed down because it's still going to be, you know, the big, big occasion. The, the big things we do well, the Jubilee was fantastic. Of course, the Queen's funeral, the eyes of the world were on uh, the UK and indeed London, Scotland, every everything that all came into one and that Britain all do so well. And I definitely think that this will be not only an occasion for London, but of course, throughout the country and will come on to what's happening in Windsor in a moment. But there will be, uh, like you said, um, 
occasion for celebration, for pageantry. And interestingly, we are going to have a king and queen uh, crowned. And I think I think it's the first time since 1937 that this has happened. I have to go back and check the notes. However, of course, Camilla will be crowned queen alongside the king. We don't know what crown she is going to uh, be using as yet, but we do know there'll be two crowns from the king. Of course, one will be the St. Edward's crown. Um, talk about what I saw during the week, whether he will be wearing uh, the gar- garter sort of tights and that his ancestors wore that he wants it to be a bit more dressed down. I mean, listen, I, he, he's not he's not turning up in a tracksuit, is he? It's still going to be your... We, we should probably explain, we've mentioned that there wasn't a, you know, it's been so long from this. This is because when the Queen had her coronation, Philip wasn't wasn't kind of didn't have it as well because if he'd have been made king he would have outranked her so while he had a big part in her coronation he didn't get the full-on sort of you know being you know kind of having that too he had to play a different role so that's why we haven't just forgotten about the queen's coronation that is why there was the one before it yes well expertly uh sort of dissected i mean this is going to be proper pomp and ceremony. The service is going to be huge. Uh, we're going to have also the coronation procession. That's where, when the, their majesties, the king and the queen, will be joined in the procession by other members of the family. Then that we're going to see at Buckingham Palace, uh, the king and queen consort, again with the members of the royal family, appearing at the balcony. We do love a balcony event. Of course, if you heart back to uh, how the Jubilee was managed, and there was an awful lot of um, speculation, mirror exclusive, by the way, that the queen then appeared on the balcony with um, Charles and Camilla and the Cambridges, as they were, then showing off the future of the monarchy. And I imagine... It will be very, very centred on that sort of slimmed down purpose monarchy. Can't imagine Meghan and Harry being up there, even if they did attend. Can't imagine the Duke of York being up there, even if he does have a role and so on and so forth. So lots to look forward to. That will kick off the Saturday. Then on the Sunday, it's it's tagged as the coronation concert and the big lunch. The coronation concert will bring Windsor Castle in. And like the Jubilee concert outside Buckingham Palace, I imagine it will be very much produced, staged, broadcast live by the BBC. Uh, lots of their, I mean, we don't know who's performing yet, do we? But the tagline is global music icons and contemporary stars together in celebration of the historic occasion. So place your bets. Who are we going to have? We might have Queen. We might have Brian May. We'll probably have a few, uh, you know, will they will Diana Ross again? Elton John, he's on the circuit Elton, at the moment. Yeah, I- we don't, because they can't, surely, I don't know if they'll, because Queen obviously did the Jubilee stuff. I reckon Elton's a good, a good shout um, and we didn't have Paul McCartney, didn't do the, he didn't get his invite to the Platinum Jubilee, did he? We didn't see him, I think, was the first occasion we've not seen him at. So maybe he'll make a return for this one. Although, although Elton was friends with Diana and, you know, would that, would that oh, f- yeah, feel a bit weird? True. I mean, he's, I've, got, I've got tickets to see Elton John, which I've been waiting for three years to see him. I think it was supposed to be in 2020 and obviously pandemic. Then he put his hip out and he had to have a hip replacement. So we're, we're going in April, I think. So he's, he's around. <laughs> and then he's, I, th- I think he's doing Glastonbury. And when's that June, July. So he, you know, and if you're, if you're up for it, I'm sure the public would love to see you. Um, 
So, I mean, again, this is going to be very, very centered on volunteers, the people who have put together the uh, incredible celebrations, not only through the, the, the Jubilee last year, but I imagine there will be an awful lot of people from the NHS and the armed forces who um, were on display on throughout the Queen's funeral as well. So um, I'm just looking through it. The concert will see a world-class orchestra play, uh, interpretations of musical favourites fronted by some of the world's biggest entertainers alongside performers from the world of dance. The performances will also be supported by staging and effect on the castle's East Lawn and will feature a selection of spoken word sequences delivered by stars of stage and screen. Well, it sounds very much like the, the, um, you remember the, the celebrations for the Jubilee at Windsor when we had that, that big extravaganza with all the horses riding and, um, Dame Judy Dench speaking and the like. So, yeah, maybe they're going to take a leaf out of that book. And there's also going to be the kind of choirs are going to play a big part in it. You mentioned kind of NHS choirs, but there's also going to be refugee choirs, uh, singers uh, from deaf singing choirs and groups, uh, LGBT. LGBTQ plus singing groups. So there's going to be so much kind of diversity in this, which I think is yes. really lovely to see and something that we know is very important to kind of, you know, what the royal family are working on. So nice that that's been included as well. Um, and there's also going to be a documentary uh, ex- um, exploring the formation of the Coronation Choir, um, which I think is lovely as well. Oh, yes. The, uh, the Coronation Choir again. So this the, it is the tagline again is that diverse group created from all of those community choirs which you just mentioned uh bringing in the refugee choir the nhs lgbtq plus singing groups um i yeah i think this will be sort of the the i mean it's a jam in the sandwich isn't it because you've got all the pomp and ceremony then you've got the big uh the big concert and um because what I liked from the Jubilee, if you remember, which was all the lighting of the beacons, and we had those incredible that uh, was that necessarily light show, but all those landmarks across the UK. So whether it was Buckingham Palace, Windsor Castle, um, all lit up. I think Cardiff Castle was lit up as well. So this is going to be very similar. It's going to be called Lighting Up the Nation, sort of seeing the country joining together. Iconic locations across the UK all lit up. Well. And in the ju- at the Jubilee, they had it throughout the Commonwealth. So it doesn't say here in my notes that that will be happening. But one would assume, so you might have Buckingham Palace, you might have uh, Cardiff um, Castle, you might have the Tyne Bridge in Newcastle, Windsor Castle, you might have Sydney Opera House, perhaps, Ooh. you know, a few, few uh, locations across the Commonwealth. So... Um, all again, yeah, that concert is going to be on BBC, live on BBC, um, which have obviously produced the Jubilee concerts incredibly well. So no doubt that will be something to look forward to. Oh, and there are going to be tickets. There are going to be a few thousand tickets released in a ballot like they did for the Jubilee uh, concert. So no doubt we'll be uh, publishing details of them when you can get them. And then on to the Sunday, the big coronation lunch. Again, this is kind of... Um, a this theme is really, isn't parties, it? Had this, isn't it? Yeah, street parties, parties, getting all... everyone together, community, cake, biscuits, sandwiches, the best bit. Right up my street. <laughs> I'm all up for the cake, biscuits and sandwiches. Um, I, once again, the Eden Project are, are involved. I imagine 
uh, Camilla will be fronting some of the um, some of the events because she has been patron of the big lunch since 2013. So she's celebrating a decade of doing that this year. Once again, thousands upon thousands of events expected to take place uh, across the UK. No doubt the Commonwealth B will be getting involved as well. Now, this is all already ongoing because the Big Lunch team uh, have a website. It is coronationbiglunch.com, and this can help you and your local communities start a big lunch. Uh, we had a street party in my street last year, in my old street, for the Jubilee. But unfortunately, I couldn't attend, but my wife and the little one did go to it, and everybody had a, a rip-roaring time. And then... What do we got on Monday? This is quite interesting because not if you even if you're not interested in the royals, we do get a bank holiday and an extra bank holiday for the king's coronation uh, to celebrate the event, and that will be on Monday the eighth, and that is going to be tagged as the big help out, and that is organised by the Together Coalition. Lots of people, including the Scouts, community events, the Royal Voluntary Service, and uh, the order of the day is to get out, join a community event. Go and help your local community or society getting together and um, and volunteering to, to bring everyone together. I absolutely love this idea. I think this is so clever. It's such a good idea. You know, you can still have your bank holiday off. You can still go and sit in the park, hopefully somewhere in the sunshine. But going and spending two or three hours in the morning doing a litter pick on your local high street or in the park or on the beach. I think it's such a, it's such a nice way to do it. Um, and hopefully it'll bring lots more people into volunteering. And I just think it feels, again, very fitting for Charles and something that we know he's passionate about. But I was really, like, I just, I, I love this. When I was reading the details, obviously, we got them through. And I was like, that's such a, it's such a lovely idea. And if people really get involved in this, I think you can see so much good change to come from this. And as you said, even if you don't like the roles, if you're not a fan, even if you're not that bothered it's still a chance to be like, oh, actually, you know, I'll go and help at a food bank or do something, even if you just go and do your, you know, your normal weekly food shop, but actually put another basket of stuff in it, you know, just making everyone think about how they can help people. I think it's such a nice idea. Yes, you're totally right. It's not all about the pomp and pageantry, which will be, there'll be billions of people around the world, one would assume, watching this, or indeed, you know, whether it's on social media, watching it live, reading about it. It's going to have huge interest. It's a huge moment in history, as we have seen so many. We've been absolutely spoiled. Of course, there's been happy times and sad times over the last couple of years. However, um, this is something that I think will embody his his reign i mean charles in his first speech to the nation talked about togetherness talked about unity we've spoken about his own family being very fractured over the last few weeks and months and um and i think by by having that notion of togetherness community spirit it kind of starts his reign off on the right foot and that is something that they definitely are trying to do more and more over the last few, uh, over, even over the last few days, because we've seen them all in, out and about across the UK. And one would imagine that will be a precursor to um, to starting some possible spring, summer, autumn tours later on in the year. 
Yeah, so it's all so excited. Lots of lots of stuff coming up. As I said, we will be speaking about these events, I think, quite a lot in the next kind of few months Most and weeks. probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds like there's so much and loads that people can get involved in already. So as you said, kind of go on that website, coronationbiglunch.com. We've got all the details on the mirror of how you can get involved and what you could do. And we'd love to hear, once you kind of start making your plans, we'd love to hear what you're up to and how you're going to be marking the occasion. Now, back to the now. Um, we've had a few lovely royal events this year no this year we have had some nice events this year but also this week um kate was out yesterday so on wednesday and she's actually out again today but we'll come back to that but this was a really this was kind of business kate wasn't it she was kind of there she was in her suit and this is for her um kind of early years work that she was doing a lot of it feels like it kind of went a bit quiet last year just because understandably so much other stuff was happening but it felt like she was really back so this was she met with she set up a new um as part of that project she's got a new um kind of panel hasn't she of experts who are going to give her some insight insight information when she's looking to do her yes Yes, well, let's update because we, you know, we've been speaking about this for a couple of weeks because we had the story that um, Kate is going to be launching a new campaign. We pretty much know because she kind of let the cat out of the bag, although we'd revealed a couple of weeks ago. She said, looking forward to next week uh, as she was speaking to this. Um, what do you call a collection? I was going to call them a gaggle of experts. I suppose just a collective will do, won't it? Yeah, that's probably uh, like they're probably, this... they're probably they're probably further. Yeah, <laughs> probably I imagine. Um, so uh, this is all this is all to do with the early years development work that she's been doing, working away in the background. Uh, we know that this is going to be one of her major key themes of 2023 and beyond. And the reason why she brought these people together is that she's got uh, a group of experts who have basically uh, come from all walks of the academic and professional world. So we have experts who have uh, work in neuroscience, psychology, paternal psychology, early years services, policy development. Just to give you a flavour of who we have, we have a registrar from the Royal College of Physicians. Uh, we also have a professor of de- developmental neuroscience and psychopathy. Pathology is that the word? Well, that's I mean psychopathology. The fact that we can't even pronounce it says, I think, why. (laughs) (laughs) From UCL, which is University College London, we also have uh, co-founder of the Reach Academy in Feltham. um, Also, campaigns for action for children and the associate director of Nuffield Family Justice Observatory. So there is a real collection of people, essentially experts from this. This world, which is trying to foster the um, the the best practice, I suppose, between councils and schools and education facilities and sports facilities to really get into uh, society, I suppose, that the formative years, the first five years of a child's life, as the uh, princess has said in the past, are the most um are the most important. And I think from, from doing this, people have kind of said, you know, being a bit cheeky, what is actually being done? And I suppose the, the, from moving on from last year where we had this, uh, the, the, the big survey that she did and that I'm sure we're going to see more of the results from in this campaign, this is kind of a large project which you're going to take between three and five years that is trying to develop the research and the results 
over those you know, the, the children who are going through it at the moment in order to make it generational change and i suppose that's what she said in the in the past it's not going to just produce overnight results it's not going to be one of those engagements where the royals just turn up and shake a few hands uh and turn up to a food bank or a community group or cut a ribbon outside a community center or whatever this is going to take a long time to see the results so um again part of the pillars of her work for this year and i'm sure one of those um foundations of her work moving forward What I found really interesting as well is on this kind of um, this advisory group that she's set up, she's also got someone on policy development. And that to me suggests that she really kind of means business. It's not just kind of talking about that, oh, this is what we'd like to happen. The fact that there's someone, you know, directly looking at policy in there as well, I think shows that she actually wants to make change rather than just doing research um which i thought was really really good to see as well because as you said sometimes there's can be a lot of talk rather than things you know rather than change um so that was really nice to see uh kate was also out today they were at a food bank in windsor with william and it was really nice to see them do something in windsor actually their new kind of their new hometown yes well there's been a few jobs because that was at windsor castle yesterday this meeting few jobs popping up in windsor obviously they are residences of the uh of the royal borough of windsor now so um i like to i'm just watching this come in actually they've gone to a food bank which is uh been set up over the last couple of years has obviously had uh, an influx of interest in it uh, because of the cost of living crisis Interesting that they are shining a light on not just sort of, I suppose the royals get criticised sometimes for being quite London-centric in their work. Of course, a lot of um, the, the major UK charities have headquarters there, so it's often easier. But by going to a local food bank, they're really tapping into the, what the local issues are. They've been kind of having a bit of fun while still getting the message out there though they were packing some of these food parcels for the local community having a bit of a laugh about who was the better better packer that kind of helps one may say you know is that really um appropriate considering they are a fairly uh, discussing a fairly ser- serious initiative however i think it kind of helps to get people interested to get the uh the, the, the decent photographs and decent copy and then people will you know kind of have a, a, a be more relaxed around them and then and then the issues get spoken about and i think as well there was a comment about i think someone did well and said oh we'll have to come back and do it better then won't you which i enjoyed that was a clever Perfect. a clever reply Perfect. from whoever you know the kind of member of the public and the volunteers that were there helping and that was a really really nice event today and as you said nice to see them doing something so in kind of keeping with the news that we're seeing at the moment we're seeing so many Yes, terrifying yeah. stories about people who are completely relying on these amazing organizations now and um, prince charles is also out later this afternoon as well we were going to record a bit later so we could have told you about it but we've had to record a bit earlier so but what is well he i'm going to tell you about it anyway because the africa center is in south london and it's been uh, i think it's been going since 2016 we've had an awful lot of interest recently in charles getting out and about to local community organizations now uh, one of our other journalists, um, Lorraine King, is a uh, superstar DJ in her in her other life, and she DJs at Colourful Radio. And Colourful Radio actually have a base within the centre. And she texted me yesterday saying, "Are you well? One was I going to be there, but I've got something else on today. I couldn't get down, but 
um, she is hoping to try and meet the king and basically get him on the decks. And, <laughs> and it got me thinking because back in, I think it was 19, gosh, was it 85? It might have been 85. He was taken to a, a centre point um, centre uh, from the homeless charity and he got behind the decks of one of these community uh, initiatives. And I will try and I will try and put it on my uh, Instagram or Twitter later because he basically gets behind the decks and starts scratching and then just comes out with like play that funky rhythm <laughs> and everyone falls over da- uh, laughing. I mean, fair play to him because he's getting involved. So I told Lorraine, whatever you do, you have to get in behind the decks and you have to say get him to say play that funky rhythm. 100%. So her her challenge has been accepted. That would be brilliant, won't it? Fingers crossed we can we can get that uh, from the king and yeah, no pressure Lorraine, but see if you can make that happen. Um now Camilla was out this week as well. We mentioned it uh, roughly but she was in bath wasn't she and she took the dogs with her she did indeed she's had her battersea dogs uh uh well they jack they're jack russell terriers blue bluebell and beth that she had with her um of course she she has a home in Wiltshire and she was in chippingham that was visiting sort of local few community shops and kind of just popping in and keeping the uh the the, the local community aspect of her work going which I found very interesting. But more importantly, she popped into the Royal Osteoporosis Society offices in Bath yesterday. And that was um, not only as part of her work, because she is a patron of the charity, which she's been doing since the early 90s. And apparently her family have had real big issues with osteoporosis. And she's been a big supporter of their work and raising the profile of the campaigns. But also yesterday, hailing the incredible strides made for treatment for osteoporosis and talking about how um, her mother and grandmother had been diagnosed with the condition and back in the day, basically just told to take a painkiller and in her words, get on with it. Whereas that is definitely not the case at the moment. There are uh, lots of therapies, be a physiotherapy, medications obviously come on uh, an awful lot. And I suppose Prince Charles, or sorry, King Charles, will be telling her about all the homeopathic remedies that he is no doubt uh, keen on because we know he is a, a big fan of alternative medicine as well. So Camilla out and about, Charles out and about today, Cambridge's, gosh, the Waleses, what's wrong with me today? The Waleses out and about together. Also, another engagement later on, which we um, are probably going to not see too much of, because it's been a week-long thing and, and William is just popping in. But the Earthshot finalists have been at Windsor all week, having a kind of um, sort of a, a glorified sleepover, I suppose. They've been all together talking about how they can help each other in their quests to improve, uh, improve the planet with all their incredible ideas. And William is going to pop in and see them today on the... Um, on the end of their residential stay at Windsor. So lots to look forward to, lots to catch up. And next week is going to be a busy one, especially for Kate, which I can't really tell you too much about, but there's going to be a lot of interesting events on the table so just watch this space i know i'm really excited for next week it feels like there's a lot of mystery around it but i think it's going to be something good and as you said something big not just a kind of small thing but a big kind of well i do know what i think as well because i let you into something that i saw on instagram and it was fern cotton and giovanna fletcher had did an instagram picture saying they had been at windsor castle so what had they been doing and Fern you... Cotton does some stuff with the Prince's Trust. 
Giovanna Fletcher does. Obviously, she has a link in with Kate uh, after her podcast a couple of years ago. So let's wait and see. I would imagine. I would imagine it's something to do with early years. I would imagine there's going to be some sort of celebrity lineup. Maybe a video. Maybe a big sort of promo video. Big launch. Who knows? Very Who knows? fun. I don't know. Very exciting. Well, I say keep an eye on the Daily Mirror and on the Mirror's website for all the updates on that, but we will discuss it all next week. And until then, thank you so much for joining me, Russell. Thank you to everyone for listening in. Uh, As always, we are on socials at Podsave on Twitter and Instagram. And until next time. Podsave the King! 